Hello, and welcome to the Triple Fact Podcast. This is a podcast where we share lit words from Scripture, and these words have the ability and the power to impact our lives if we apply them and we allow them to bring transformation. We call that a Triple Fact Transformation. You can also check out our other podcasts. We have the Neil and Amy podcast, and you can find that in the same platform that you're currently listening to this one, or you can go to neilandamy.com and you can and you can learn uh, about what we do there. We have a new book called Wayfinder coming out very soon. We would love for you to check that out as well. And at the end of this podcast, I'm going to tell you about a tool that you can use to apply these words and track with us through scripture as well. Today, this podcast is called, the lit title of this lit word is Deal With It. Think about this for a minute. There's a lot of things that you got to deal with in life. Sometimes pain is something that you have to play through. Sometimes there's circumstances that just absolutely drive you crazy, nails on a chalkboard, but it doesn't matter because you just have to deal with it. And it's very important that you know how to deal with it, whatever the circumstance is. You got to know how to handle it. And what we're beginning to do over these next several podcasts is we're going to look at a man by the name of Nehemiah. And Nehemiah was a leader. He was an official. And what, what he was seeking to do is he was seeking to rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Jerusalem had been torn apart. And Jerusalem is God's chosen city. Even this day, J- Jerusalem is, is the capital city. It's the, it's the place where um, the pri- it's, it's been a fought over place from the Palestinians to the Israelites. There's, there's been war that's taken place around the Holy Land or the city of Jerusalem. And Nehemiah, at this specific time, he's looking around and he's going, you know what? We've got to do something about this. We've got to deal with this. And, and he was sad. He was sad because the walls were torn down. He was sad because the circumstances of the society was, they, they were trampling over God's people. And in a very similar way, I believe that this day and age, we have a very similar issue here in America. The idea of respecting God, the idea of following him, it's diminishing rather than increasing. It may be increasing with some, but as a society at large, it's, it's largely decreasing. And so as you and I look around and we go through these lit words together over the coming days, I'm really challenging you, challenging myself to take a hard look at what's going on in our society and then determine how it is that you are planning on dealing with it. What is it that you're going to do? How is it that you're going to contribute? Because so often we look around and we point fingers and we say, oh, look, that's the president's problem or that's the governor's problem, or that's the system, whatever the system may be, that's my boss's problem. But what's your problem? What are you going to do? How are you going to deal with it? Because if you are someone who I believe many of us listening to this podcast, we've accepted the reality that the Spirit of God lives inside of us. And if the Spirit of God lives inside of us, then that means we have power to make change through His Spirit. So the question that I want to pose right out the gate as we dive into a several different casts all around this idea of Nehemiah is what are you going to do about it? Because when you step up and when you do what you're called to do, when you begin to deal with the issues, the circumstances, the struggles, the things that are needed in society, the, the issues of depression and darkness and all the, 
the things that we see young and old dealing with when we decide that we're going to step up, we're going to make a change, we're going to take action, often what happens is opposition shows up in your life. And opposition, it's not always fun, but opposition is exactly what took place in the life of Jesus as he walked this earth. And he said, don't expect anything different. If, if I'm walking and I'm following after God and I'm doing what God said and I'm, I'm obeying what he's telling me to do and I'm receiving opposition as if, you know, and, and it even put Jesus on the cross, then why should we expect anything different if we're following after, after Jesus? So his example led us in that way and opposition shows up in our lives and we have to learn to deal with that too. And so in Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 10, there's a passage that we're going to look at today. And prior to reading this passage, what happened is Nehemiah is looking around and he's recognizing that there is brokenness, there's distress. The gates had been burned with fire. And he responded by not going out and chucking rocks and yelling at everybody. Instead, he decided to to pray, to seek God. And he sat down and he mourned, he wept. He fasted, he didn't even eat. And he decided that, man, I need to seek God and I need to ask this awesome God, this loving God, to hear my prayer, to be attentive, and then to move on behalf of this town, this city, this chosen place. And he repented, he said, as a people, We have acted, he's speaking of the Israelites, we've acted very corruptly. We've blown it. We've messed up. We've been unfaithful. You've scattered us, God, he says. You've scattered us all around. And and I'm praying that you'll regather us as well to this place that you've chosen for us, which was the city of Jerusalem. And then beginning to move into chapter 2, it says that, that his prayer was heard, that God answered his prayer. And then God began to give favor to Nehemiah through the king. He began to give resources, and he began, God began to stir people's hearts. He stirred the heart of the king. He stirred the heart of the people in the province around. And God began to move. It said that the king granted this favor to Nehemiah because the good hand of God was upon Nehemiah's life. See, the good hand of God brings great blessing. But the good hand of God can also bring great opposition for those that aren't interested in God's plans. And so in Nehemiah chapter 2, verse 10, it says this, When Sanballat the Horonite and Tobiah the Ammonite official heard about the blessing that was being given to Nehemiah and that they were seeking to rebuild the city of Jerusalem, it was very displeasing to them that someone had come to seek the welfare of the sons of Israel. See, that is exactly what Nehemiah was doing. And that, I believe, is what you and I need to be doing for the cities that we live in and for the people in the cities that we live in. We need to be seeking the welfare. That word welfare means blessing. It means prosperity. And it also means peace. We need to be seeking the welfare, the blessing, the prosperity, and the peace of the city that we live in. 
We need to stop grumbling and complaining about everything all the time, and we need to seek God on behalf of the city. We need to look around, and rather than anger being our first emotion, we should have compassion. We should have, in some sense, even a deep sadness for the brokenness that we see in our societies. And as we move forward in that sadness and that humility and that brokenness, and we seek God on behalf of that city, then God begins to move as he did in Nehemiah's life. He begins to move in your life and in my life in order that what is within his heart can be brought through your heart and be brought through your actions in your life to impact the town that you live, the place that you call home. So I want you to think for a minute. When you take a look around your life, do you see brokenness and a lot that needs repair? Nehemiah did too. See, the sacred land was desecrated. People were in great distress. Life was full of brokenness. How are you planning on responding to this brokenness? Do you have a plan to respond to this? Nehemiah's plan was, man, seek the Lord fast. It's so desperate that I'm not even going to eat, God. I'm going to mourn. I'm going to pray. I'm going to repent on behalf of the people. And then I'm going to make myself available to do your will. And so then... After that prayer, man, wasn't it good? Good things began to happen. But then at that point of opposition, when people looked around and they didn't like what they saw, they didn't like that somebody else was getting favor, and they didn't like that somebody in this particular situation, they didn't like somebody getting favor because as those walls were rebuilt, it was going to strip in some sense from them their importance. They weren't going to be as influential Sanballat and Tobiah were going to lose political influence because of what was happening. So rather than, you know, sacrifice their political influence, what they were choosing to do is they were choosing to keep people stuck in circumstances for their own well-being and gain. I see that happening frequently around me. And so we don't want to be people like that. And actually, at the point that the opposition got stronger... What happened for Nehemiah is the, is the actual mission, it became more clear. We have to know what mission we're a part of and what we're about. And what Nehemiah did not try to do at that moment is he did not try to go make peace with all of the opposers. What he simply did is he simply moved on and did what he was called to do. So this is what I feel like the Spirit might be saying to, uh, to you and, and to, to me When you do what I put on your heart to do, it's not going to please everybody. In fact, it will put some people in direct opposition to you, and it'll cause them to try to stop your efforts and tear down your reputation. Don't let those who oppose you keep you from your calling. Do not let your attention become focused on your opposers. Focus on the mission at hand. Then I'll be able to move in your midst and call all things to work out just as I please. So today, because it's very important that, number one, we ask the question, God, what are you saying? What's the Spirit saying in your circumstances right now? And then via what the Spirit's saying, you then have to discern or decide what you're going to do about it, what actions, what steps you're going to take in response to what it is that the Spirit's saying. So for me, I believe I'm just supposed to stay focused on the tasks at hand, and build with diligence what God's called us to build because brokenness has to be restored. 
I'm super grateful. Super grateful. Gratitude changes the attitude, and I'm super grateful that we have scripture that instructs to handle life's opposers properly. I want you to think about these questions today, these tracker questions. Are there any enemies in your life seeking to disrupt your progress? Identify the enemies if you can. Are they people, circumstances, attitudes, emotions? Talk to your crew. Talk to the safe people around you about how you plan on dealing with those enemies in a godly way. So that's it for today's Lit Word. I also, if you're at the blog, which is found at inforum.us, E-N-F-O-R-U-M.us slash blog, you'll see sometimes we have writings there. And at the bottom of those writings, we have track steps. I write down my track steps for today. A track step is just simply this. It's, it's how we start small, but start immediately when God speaks. And every single day, we need to be moving forward. If you're not stepping, you're stalling. And you can find a resource at neilandamy.com. And that resource is for a traction planner, which we're wrapping up this year, the 2020 traction planners, and we'll be rolling out a fresh planner in 2021. And what we have at this moment in time is we have a 33% discount on these planners. So if you are to go to neilandamy.com, you can purchase a traction planner and you can allow these next couple of months, the remaining couple of months of 2020 to be one where you have great traction in your life. The scripture that we track through is found in the back of these planners and there's many helpful tools and resources found in them as well. We're so grateful that you're listening to this podcast. We would love it if you if you rated it, reviewed it, and sent it to as many people as you can so that we can absolutely see more people reached with the triple effect words. We will see you on the next episode.